Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. quite ready yet <laughs> need a minute I, I haven't had my first sip of tea i've been letting it steep for an hour <laughs> well it should be good well it's 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 hot and and i have no interest in talking like this the rest of the day because i burn mm-hmm. my tongue we've all done that that first sip is just agony mm-hmm. because you know on the other side of this it's a coma. It is hot. <laughs> it is scalding hot. I'm not going to do it now. Anyway, how you doing, Dallas? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been formidably fighting the crud for a few weeks now, and I thought I had it, and then it's like, yeah. so I've, I've, I've punched up my nutrients a little bit, and I, I do the coldies. Coldies works wonders for me. It, it arrests things like that. And uh, I just, I stopped too early because what Coldies also does is it kills your taste buds for about four days. Nothing tastes remotely <laughs> normal. It's just, I mean, it's, I can't even describe it. And uh, it's just a giant lozenge of zinc is what those really are. And that is ICAM, zinc. That's what all that stuff is based on. For me, Coldies has always worked the best of all the homeopathic type things. Anyway, I, uh, I I just I thought I had it under control, but oh, contraire, I did not. <laughs> but but I'm sounding okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I'm getting my my stuff done here. Let's start with our verse of the day, and then I'm going to tip you on something that if you are in South Georgia and um, and Florida, anywhere in Florida, South Georgia, you will want to listen to. Okay, but first, this is what you really want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Made it sound like what I was about to say is more important than this. No, this is more important than that. First Corinthians nine twenty four. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. Now, obviously, more than one person wins the prize. The, 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 Paul is making an interesting point here. He's saying, run in such a manner that you do all you can to win the race now what's he what's he really talking about here any sports fan knows spectators really don't affect the outcome of the game there's a there's a degree in which a spectator can create an environment that allows the competitors to lift their game to play better to compete better to uh run off of adrenaline a little bit more but but you know what I'm talking about. In general, only the person that's actually on the field affects the outcome. So are you in the race? And that's really what I wanted to ask you today. Are you in the race? Yes or no? 
Are you are you in the race running with God putting wind in your sails or not? You know, someone once said to me, God's wind is always blowing. We just don't always have our sails up. And I think it's a really good analogy for where we get sometimes. Sometimes we just get beaten up, and it happens. It happens to all of us. And so the encouragement here is put your sails up, get in the race, run, sail. You know what I'm saying. Get, get in there. Get in there. Contend. Contend, contend, contend. And there's your 61763 segment of the day. All right, here you go. On, uh, on Monday, between 6.30 and 10.30 in the morning at all participating Wendy's restaurants in South Georgia and Florida. drive through customers. The first 100 drive through customers that purchase breakfast, a uh, that uh, uh, that that hang on a second, this doesn't make sense. I thought I had it all down. Okay, you make a purchase, and you're going to get a coupon booklet. And it's one only drive-thru, and it's going to get you a new Wendy's breakfast sandwich for a year. When is this? Only on Monday from 6.30 to 10.30. Drive-thru customers only receive one coupon booklet per car when they make a purchase during breakfast hours. Got to be 16 or older. And you get your choice of a free breakfast sandwich per week for 52 weeks. How about that? I'll remind you tomorrow and Monday. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Beck, you want him on that radio. America can handle the truth. You need him on that radio. Nine to noon on WFLA. Leave it to me to make the completely simple, utterly complicated. Clear as mud. That's my name. <laughs> Do you want to hit that one more time? Take two. <laughs> I got it mostly right. I yeah. just didn't say it well. I did. I just. I, I. I mucked it up. Here we go. The first hundred customers at the drive-throughs, and you purchase breakfast. You buy a breakfast sandwich or something. You're going to get a a coupon book. Good for one sandwich a week for free with no purchase required. In other words, you don't have to buy anything else to use the coupon. You need to say, hey, I got a coupon for, I want that. For example, they've got the hot butter chicken biscuit, the breakfast baconator, (laughs) which, for example, might be a sandwich topped with a freshly cracked egg cooked to order. Mm-hmm. Along with applewood smoked bacon, mm-hmm. and so they've got they've got some breakfast. This is a big deal. Wendy's opening up for breakfast. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna throw their hat in the ring. There must be money to be made. And so the first hundred through at participate, and I'm guessing most will be participating. And th- this is for Monday. This is not today. Monday, 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 mm-hmm. from six thirty to ten thirty. 
In the morning. In the morning. Yeah. That's the deal. South Georgia and uh, and now what South Georgia? You'll have to ask if you're in South Georgia. Do we count as South Georgia? Are you participating in this? And it's the first 100 through the drive-thru that can do this. All right, so that's the deal. Purchase a breakfast sandwich, you're going to get a coupon booklet. So it's not a lottery because it's everybody gets one that's one of the first 100. And it's one coupon booklet per car. So if you ride, if you, if, for example, if you, if you um, carpool, split the booklet. Give half the coupons to one person, half to the other. Or divide it up, whatever. That's your deal. So uh, there you go. I've told you about it. I'll tell you about it again tomorrow only. I'll do an eminently better job than I did today. <laughs> I think we got Jeez, it. What a load I am. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, on this date in 1776, the newly established Continental Navy was at sea on its first operation, an expedition to the Bahamas to capture some badly needed munitions. Flagship of the little fleet flew a new ensign presented by Christopher Gadsden of South Carolina. A yellow banner emblazoned with a coiled rattlesnake and the legend, Don't Tread on Me. On display for the first time today on a U.S. Navy ship in 1776. <laughs> who, was it, who was it made by? You said ensign? Christopher Gadsden. Wow. Hence the Gadsden flag. It's named after him. There you go. That's why they call it the Gadsden flag. If you've ever wondered, that's why it's called the Gadsden flag. Uh, 1824, revelers danced through the streets of New Orleans, marking the beginning of the Mardi Gras celebration. Mobile um, claims the first Mardi Gras, however. Enlightened people know it's Mobile that started it all in 1703. 1860, in New York City, Abraham Lincoln gives his Cooper Union speech, which helps him gain national recognition as an opponent of the spread of slavery. 1951, 22nd Amendment, limiting presidents to two terms. And in 1991, George H.W. Bush, President of the United States, announces the end of the Persian Gulf War. Too bad he didn't turn Storm and Norman loose to take out Saddam for good then. We wouldn't have had to clean up that mess later. Yeah, that would have been a nice little wrap-up for that. Yeah, he backed down. 16 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. LA. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Yes! And iHeart's radio station. Just telling Dallas, uh, close to reaching an agreement with uh, Earth Camp. Popping up the uh, Bald Eagle Cam, which is up right now. Dad's still there. That got me thinking. Huh. I wonder if, and so I started doing a little digging, and Earth Cam has video cameras literally all over the world uh, that they have agreements with. And they make it available for broadcast, for stream, and so forth. But there are certain requirements, and I, I had to kind of read through the list and and we're going back and forth because there are a couple of things technologically that they generally ask that we can't deliver we just we don't have the software to do it lower third graphics and oh, stuff is that like what that they want, really well i i think we're going to be fine i i think we'll be good but i'm just i'm just checking abundance of caution you know we don't we don't break rules we uh we try to respect people's mm -hmm. property and do things the right way around here 
And uh, and I told him, I said, if we can't, no worries. I understand we will never, ever post something uh, that, that we should not. So don't worry about it. Just let us know and we'll, we'll see. But if we, if we can pull this off, it, it could be really cool for a lot of different reasons <laughs> in the context of the show. Yes. So uh, we'll see. Um, I got an email from some. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Buddy yesterday that had contacted Dallas about helping the uh, Myasthenia Gravis Awareness Walk on Saturday. Got a note, but I haven't heard back from them. And so I had to make sure they understood what the gig was. And so, as of now, I still need somebody that can play a guitar, play, you know, bring a portable keyboard and a small sound system. And that small sound system can be just a, you know, a, a powered speaker that you can plug a mic into and you have a little mic and you do this kind of thing. Maybe you MC events and stuff like that. I just need you to understand this is pro bono. This is out of the kindness of your heart kind of thing to take three hours of your morning on Saturday and help out. If you can, if that's something you're willing to do. Uh, shoot me an email, Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Just trying to help out. Cassie Hurst is a sweet young lady and is really just looking for someone to help. Do do, do they have to play an instrument? Can what, what if it's somebody that has like DJ equipment that can also like just play music music? I'm sure that'd be fine. If this is just something to yeah. occupy the air and yeah. to keep it from being too... Qu- okay, yep. and, and with a yep. microphone that can make announcements. Yep. Okay, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know who you are that have this equipment. Those sim- That's a simple PA. That's a one speaker, one amp system. Come on, guys. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and ask you. Don't play the don't don't play the music from the '80s. All right, just <laughs> what's wrong with the music from the '80s? The music from the mid to late '80s was just brutal. Oh, brutal! Bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> Even into some of the '90s, it was just it was it was it was it was. Anyway, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Anyway, um, if you can help, Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Have you ever gone, have you ever done dumpster diving? Dumpster diving? Yeah. Uh, what am not, I, on, not on purpose. Okay, I had a son that has, uh, uh, one of my sons had a, has a good friend that dumpster dives. He mm-hmm. routinely finds all kinds of things that other people just throw out. And when he's the, like, oh man, I can rescue that. When the eBay thing was big, I had a friend that did that too. Well, 
eBay or not, this kid dumpster dives for himself. Yeah. He doesn't sell anything. He, oh. doesn't, he doesn't resell. He's looking for stuff. Um, I've never I've never done that. Um, how about flea markets, garage sales? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done those. I, I, yeah. My, <laughs> my wife loves those. Okay. But are you, like, strategic? Do you go out and routinely, like, once a month or once a quarter go out and do it? I am the equivalent of a rented forklift. She points, I pick it up. But- she looks at things from across the room and goes, that is expensive. And I bet they've got a 50-cent price tag on it. But that was made by a blah, blah, blah that was blah, blah, blah in the 20s and 30s. Okay, you know. so she's like an appraiser from yeah, the Antique Roadshow. Yeah, she's, road like, she's like Antique Roadshow yeah, yeah. Uh, pickers or whatever. Well, I, I don't frequent garage sales and flea markets very often. But when I see stories like this, mm. now this one was in France, a French flea market. Guy had a uh, cookie box full of coins and medals for sale, and uh, and then the seller pulled out another box, and there was a really weird piece sitting on top, and uh, it was a uh, it was called continental currency. This is in France, and so they haggled a little bit, and it was bought for fifty euro, fifty cents. Okay. It's worth $100,000. What is it? It is an absolute, legit, continental dollar from 1776. <gasps> Some experts believe these were made by England to mock the U.S. Yeah. Because on it, it says continental currency. It it has three concentric rings. It has a sundial in the middle and the words stamped on it, mind your business. <laughs> All right. And on the back, it says, we are one. It says, America, Congress. And then it's got interlocking rings of the colonies. And that was in France? It was found in France. It's been verified. They didn't know what it was, so the person that bought it sent it to the U.S. to a coin dealer. Who I bet just <laughs> wet himself. <laughs> wow! $100,000. 27 minutes after the hour news, back with a big edition of Big Stories. Morning show with Preston Scott. Laugh it up, fuzzball. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. Well, I got to put down the T. Because in the words of Batman, we haven't a moment to lose. <laughs> got just too much. Too much. In fact, in the rundown, I've set aside time because there's just too much. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read through the headlines here, what the stuff you, you got to have on your mind here. And then we're going to revisit some of this stuff. Shooting yesterday at the Molson Coors uh, campus, the Milwaukee facility leaves six dead including not the suspect give me a break the guy offed himself he's not the suspect he's the killer yeah and i don't want to hear the the diatribe of you know and it's already starting we, we're tired of these stop it evil people will find ways they will find ways it's just that simple um, there's a lesson there, though, and uh, I, I and I'm not saying I know exactly what that lesson is, but uh, but there's something to learn from that, and we don't have to wait for another segment of personal defense to talk about it. 
Uh, the second, get this, the second circuit court of appeals based in New York has given a major win to the Trump administration. The president's administration can deny grant money to states that refuse to cooperate with ICE, with immigration law. They can withhold money. So that's his answer to Sanctuary City? Yes. Yeah. Fine. There's grants that we don't have to give you, and we won't because you're not cooperating with federal law on immigration. There you go. Big win. Um, you, you're seeing stories about the coronavirus. There's some alarm. There's some, ah, it's nothing. It's probably somewhere in the middle. But I cannot, this was forwarded to me, and I read into it, and I did some digging, and I found this is a little interesting. There was a conference call held yesterday with the media and the CDC, and it was pushing a bit of a panic narrative. And on that phone call was Dr. Nancy Messonnier. You might be interested to know that she is the only sister of former Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Now, I'm just, I'm just, just saying. It is interesting how everything that Democrats have done to sidetrack Donald Trump has not worked. They have all come to the conclusion the only thing that will keep him from being reelected, and I don't think this will keep him from being reelected, is if they can find a way to tank the economy. Well, there's there are people that are that are pushing out. You know, the the there are very real consequences to what China's doing. China's shutting down manufacturing and so forth. It will have an impact. Stuff that businesses need to build stuff. Those parts, I mean, there's a, there's a, a business here, uh, Danfoss TurboCore processors. They're about a week or two away from having to just wait because they're not able to find the parts that they need. They made that announcement. I'll just say this. If the coronavirus becomes all that, and anything that takes a life is all that, but you know what I'm saying. It, it, we're not even close to what the flu does. If there's a place to be, it's the United States of America. Yep. Without question. Where doctors are already identifying things in CT scans of the lungs that uh, might aid in treatment. Just saying. Uh, There's more. Told you, I, I had to make room here. So stick around. It's Thursday on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. He just happens to be right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. There are so many little theories and and pet conspiracies that are that are popping up. I, I just look. I'm just. I just find it interesting that you've got these connected dots in certain areas, and, and I'm not. I'm not one to uh, to to buy into conspiracy theories. I do buy into this. Democrats have an unnatural, unreasonable hate for Donald Trump. It is unhealthy. 
it is obsessive. And so through that lens, anything's possible. Just say anything's Mm -hmm. possible. You know, Rahm Emanuel said, don't ever waste a crisis. And while Rahm Emanuel is sickened by the state of the Democrat Party right now and the candidates for president, he's on record. He can't believe what they're what they're throwing out. He would be the first one to say, well, okay, that yeah, y'all are nuts, but don't waste this crisis if you can damage the president. Back to what the doctors have determined, uh, Mount Sinai doctors, first in the U.S. to analyze CT scans of patients diagnosed with the coronavirus. They said they were able to identify specific patterns in the lungs as markers of the disease as it developed over time. And so those markers then allow them to perhaps target things to treat. Just saying. If there's somewhere to be, you want to be in the United States of America. Yep. And then there's this. James O'Keefe has done it again. Project Veritas. I've, I've, I've listened to the video. I'm going to link and post it on my blog page and, and push it out there. Because you need the video, the audio, and the subtitles. And then you can clearly hear, if that makes sense. If you don't have subtitles, you're not quite sure of some of the things that are being said. But with the subtitles, oh, yeah. That, it's, it's abundantly clear what's being said. Mm-hmm. And, and Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. There's verification for what's being said. And I'll give you that in a second, but they have uh, they have gotten to ABC reporter David Wright, and uh, David Wright covering uh, whatever he covers admits on tape on camera that he's a socialist, and that's fine. You know, that's what you think. Whatever, whatever twirls your beanie. But he said in the midst of this interview with a couple people just making talk with him, we don't hold Trump to account. We also don't give him credit for what things he does do. He's talking about ABC coverage. We don't give him credit. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, fake news abounds. We have problems with the truth. ABC's interested in three things when it relates to Trump. He said, and I quote, outrage of the day, the investigation, 
and the palace of intrigue, who's backstabbing whom. Beyond that, we don't really cover the guy. Wow. He said um, he's, he's, with, he's with ABC News producer Andy Fies, who says people in New York are constantly, I think, fascinated by how can people like Donald Trump? Now, this is the producer for ABC News. He said, well, bleep, cross the Hudson now and then and come out and spend some time and you'll hear why. <laughs> I don't think we're terribly interested in voters. How do you know this is true? And what was really said? Well, first, it's obvious they have him on camera. But the how do you know that's what he wrote? Because ABC News suspended him. Snap, as the kids say. (laughs) Well, if you ever wanted to put in an exclamation on that point. The the big takeaway, ABC News doesn't give Trump credit, and they're not fairly covering from one of their own. Wow. Just saying. Wow. I love what I do. (laughs) Have I told you that I love what I do? I love what I do. It's the morning show with Preston Scott you covered traffic and weather every 10 minutes it's the morning show with preston scott on news radio 100.7 wfla i'll have that video clip posted on the facebook page in just a few minutes i'm uh, just writing it up right now and you know david wright from ABC News, if you're just tuning in, got suspended on Tuesday after Project Veritas caught him. And it's and he was refreshingly candid and honest in all of this. I mean, other than the profanity, which they bleep out, but let you know what he said. Do we know what the grounds for his suspension were? Well, no. I mean, how do they, how, how do, if you're management for ABC, how do you justify suspending him for saying something like that that was not on camera? Well, it all depends or... on what take they, they what tack they take. Right. You know, do they take the tack? Uh, it's just uh, it's disappointing to hear, you know, David, you know, reveal his biases this way. Um, oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm just saying, or, uh, what I think the truth is, I think they, they, they're slamming him because he, he talked outside the shop. <laughs> he let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, he he did. And uh, he just spoke very candidly. I mean, you can tell. Yeah. You know when someone is speaking truthfully in yes. this kind of environment. You just know because it flows. They're not thinking about their answers. They're not trying to, okay, wanna, <clears throat> let me measure my words. No, they're just talking. And there's no poetry in it. And that's the other thing. You can tell when someone's doing something that's rehearsed because there's a little bit of poetic. It's poetry. I mean, it's very. It's structured. It's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's got a punch. Whereas when somebody's honest, they're just. It's just coming out. You get the impression that whoever it was, and a, and a guy and a gal approached, and they have the the video thing, and it's in public, and so yeah. you know they're not stupid. They're going to do this. You know, they got busted for something in Louisiana once, which revealed something going on inside the Louisiana legislature. But that's or or or, or was it the a member of the U.S. Senate from Louisiana? I forget what it was. It might have been the governor's office. Anyway, they they got busted because they misrepresented themselves, not mm. for what they said. Yeah, it was uh, you know what they did and what they caught was was valid and important. The way that they did it in Louisiana apparently violated law, so they had to pay a fine or something. So, but my point is that was years ago. They know what they're doing. Uh, it's it's the ultimate guerrilla journalism in this day and age. It's what you have to do. 
And clearly, whoever approached him approached these guys who worked for ABC, a news a news producer, and and a noted correspondent, and they freely just engaged in chit chat. And these guys are just letting it flow to complete strangers, which should have been his first tip off. Well, my my, I think while what David Wright said was at times you got to be kidding me. He's admitting this. What the producer said is the most telling for the people that say, how can anyone like Trump get outside your ivory towers Mm -hmm. and your liberal bastions and, and, and get out with people and you'll find out it was the mistake made in 2016 with all the polling. Mm -hmm. No one got it. No one understood. And it's happening again. Same thing's happening again. Um, I got a great note here from uh, one of the listeners, and I always look forward to his emails, Mario. He said, uh, yeah, I was going to let it go and leave this whole topic alone, but so many have done a better job of commenting on Senator Sanders' literacy idiocy. But I have a minute here, so what the heck? Any literacy program installed by communists, referring to Bernie's comments on Cuba, serves one purpose, and it is as a tool for propagandizing a population. The goal is not a free and open exchange of ideas. It is control. My father grew up in the streets of Havana. He came here not as a refugee in 1951. He knew Fidel Castro, not an agrarian reformer, Raul Castro, dumb as a box of rocks, uh, Camilo Senfuego, brilliant, and Che, sociopath. He grew up sympathetic to the revolution, a sympathy of which he was disabled, disabused upon return to a visit family uh, to visit family in 1987. That was that, pal. And then he writes, "P.S. Mr. Scott, my goodness, I've been hearing about Cuban educational superiority since I was nine years old. I was born in 1959. I would think that such an extraordinary level of education, uh, Cuba, would be the vanguard of technology and innovation." Must be something holding back those unfortunate people. Thank you, Mario. Well said. He writes really interesting notes, and I always enjoy getting them. And I would enjoy getting uh, your thoughts on whatever it is you want to share. Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Time for news. Back with Steve Stewart on The Morning Show. Morning Show with Preston Scott, show number 4204. And thanks very much for joining us for Thursday, February the 27th. Dallas Rogers over there running the broadcast in Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. And joining me is the executive editor of Tallahassee Reports, the website TallahasseeReports.com. Steve Stewart, hello. Good morning. You posted a story late last night. Yeah, you know, this, uh, you know, you don't have to go undercover in Tallahassee to get good stuff. You can just look at the meetings, and a lot of times they're not covered. And they, you know, the uh, the way it's going with technology, all these meetings are recorded, the ones that are uh, you know required. And so we were reviewing the school board meeting, and yeah, I think this story we posted it late last night. We'll get some more traction on it today. But it's just one of the. It's a school board meeting with a parent complaining about a school she's zoned for. And this is on TallahasseeReports.com. Let's listen to what the parent had to say. 
Now, she's referring to school grades. Right. And the, she made a three, it was a three more, three minute presentation. And she went on to talk about how she tried to get a choice out of that district. Uh, evidently, she had visited the school and she, and her, her um, she got emotional about it because she was, she couldn't get an answer. They said, you can't, you can't move out of it. You've got to send your kids to this school. And that's how it ended. There were two other speakers. Nobody said anything from the school board until later in the meeting, 15, 20 minutes in the meeting. And this is part of the problem when you go to speak these meetings. They don't address you. They just let you speak and you're sort of waiting. But then later on, Superintendent Hannah referred to the speaker in this way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He was taking it rather personal. Well, he called it, he said hogwash. And, you know, listen, the it takes a lot to get up and speak at those things. And usually these meetings are held on the west side of town where there's not a lot of access. This was held at Gilchrist because they were out of, they, they wanted to get out in the community. And so this person came and spoke. Um, and so this is the response that this person gets. Obviously, she's not running for office. She wasn't paid to be there. She, I mean, she's, it sounds like she's got a legitimate concern. And the response was, your concerns are hogwash. Well, the superintendent is the leader of the school district, and it's not surprising that when he opened the door, there were other comments from other school board members. And um, it, near the end of the meeting, um, uh, school board member Alva Striplin called the comments disgusting, and you can hear that here. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the school grades for Astoria Park uh, over the last four or five years are on the site at uh, uh, TossReports.com on the story. They're C's and D's. It's in an area that is crime-ridden, northwest. We've tracked crime by quadrant. So it is, you know, they've got challenges. This is not to say that this is all the school board's fault. But if you go and look at these comments, it's clear. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That they are not wanting to hear any critique of their school system. Every school is a great school. Um, and there's some comments by Roseanne Wood, who is a school board member, that basically said, look, Parents, we don't need to be looking at these school grades. These do not tell you what you but need to know. But don't they extol the virtues of those grades? Don't they push them out every year when they like them? They do. And so this is the conflict that we're having when you go to these school board meetings and we try to have a discussion. This lady, listen, she's emotional. She's got four kids that she just got from foster care, and she wants them to go to a good school. Uh her full three minutes are there, but she went on to talk about at the end how they were bragging about Gilchrist, and one of the school board members was bragging about how her kids went to Gilchrist and it was a great education. She says she was writing on those comments, said, well, I want my kids to have a great education. I want to go to Gilchrist. But the, the concerning thing here is that all schools are equal, and they're all great schools, and, and this is the attitude, I think, that gets us stuck where we are. Steve Stewart with me. We're going to pick right up there and continue 10 minutes after the hour. Check of weather and traffic on the morning show with Preston Scott. Show with Preston Scott. You will not laugh. You will not cry. 
You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. On WFLA. Steve Stewart with me in studio from Tallahassee Reports. You're not going to find this story anywhere else. Uh, Other news outlets were covering it, but they're not paying attention. They're, They're writing what the school board wants to push out. They're reporting what the school board wants to push out. And Steve, I'm I'm kind of insulted by what I heard. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, it, the thing about it is, is they're not tolerant for any other position. And again, this lady who got up and spoke, I mean, you're talking about putting a chilling effect on people coming up and to speak. Now, one school board member says, I understand that we got some challenges in our district and we're trying to work on this. It's just don't even bring this up. And the whole idea, the thing about the school grade saying that this is a great school. Again, it's back to the original point. Nobody wants to nobody wants to be to be open a critical eye because they're afraid that they're going to get slammed by another side. And look, this will be news to the real estate environment, the real estate developers or real estate agents here in town because one of the biggest things that you look at if you have kids when you go to move is the school districts where you live. It's it's why homes in the Northeast are tough to find. And so for somebody to actually say that it doesn't matter that the grades don't matter is I mean, is either they're either lying? Well, it's stupid. It, it is, but they're in charge of our school district, Preston, and it's and and this is thirty three thousand kids. It's five hundred million dollars, and they are in charge, and and it's it is it's insulting, but it's more concerning than anything, and so. Listen, I, you know, we're going to we'll continue to talk about this. We got another story that the teachers union has weighed in on the specific the media. The other media won't cover it. But the Leon County School Teachers Union has weighed on these comments specifically. So we'll get a story up about that. They're very I mean, they're concerned about this because this is this is competition. This is why the homeschool movement is growing. This exactly. is why charter schools are growing. And look, there's a there's a story we're working on, and we're trying to we're trying to find out exactly what's going on. But there's a piece of land in Southwood that I think the school is trying to sell. One of the things that was discussed, I've been told, is that they want to sell it, but they want to put it. They want to make sure that a charter school can't use it. Th- these people are so afraid of competition, and even not only from the outside, but from within, they're going to tell you you've got to go to that C and D school. You live there, you know. Look, we've got some other people that could go to other schools, but not you. You're going to this. So how do you? I mean, how do you keep kid? How do you keep parents who are concerned about their kids? How do you tell them that they've got to go to this school that has been underperforming for five to ten years? And that's what they're doing to a lot of students, especially in these elementary schools. Um, and you know, and they look. You know, you, they can do all the. The Facebook posts they want to do talking about how good things are going. The bottom line is, you know, people make deter- they make choices by where they live, and these grades are consistent with what areas where people want to move. I think what he, what concerns me as well, Steve, is early on in his ter- tenure as superintendent, Rocky Hanna uh, had to come back and apologize for making some very emotional statements at different times on different issues where he he he's a reactive person he he reacts to things and that's never a very good quality in that type of position you need to be able to step back and respond i keep hearing him react i i hear him when he says what he does and the way that he says it i hear a guy that just is emotional and doesn't think about what he's saying well, no, and I think it's it comes back from who his from what he's trying to do. I don't think he's trying to be uh, innovative. I think he's trying to protect his little 
fiefdom. And, and you can see that in the way, you know, the money he's getting, the camp money he's donating out from his campaign to other elected officials. They're not, they don't want to affect the status quo. And for them to say the status quo is good, it is, you know, it, listen, even, even these schools in the Northeast, you know, I have kids in public schools, there are major issues and they're not being addressed. And I don't think that that's, that's his purpose. I think his purpose is just to maintain the, sca- the status quo. Um, I'd so be anyway. holding on to that quote that the school grades don't matter the next time the school district pushes them out and brags about them. Yeah. Thanks so much, Steve. Thank we've you. got we got more here in another segment. Uh, we've got we got other business to talk about going on in the city and county next with Steve Stewart of Tallahassee Reports. FLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Hey, so here we go. An iHeart's radio station. All right, we're going to gently segue from uh, the Leon County School Board, which is... uh, the gift that keeps on giving and with steve stewart of tallahassee reports again the website tallahasseereports.com again we're di- we're talking about things you're just not seeing anywhere else now uh we we did catch word that uh, pam hightower has thrown her hat into the ring to run for superintendent did not know her uh talked to her briefly on the phone we have a story up on tallahasseereports.com credential she's very well credentialed yep and so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. You know, the issue is, look, you got to have credentials when you run for superintendent or a plan. And then the next thing is you got to raise some money and you got to be able to stand up in front of people and say why you're different. So we'll see what happens with this. Uh, listen, she has I would w- think that latter thing is pretty easy. Yes. Um, I think raising... <laughs> You got to tell why you're different, but you don't know. She's listen. She's running the politics of this too, because there's some comments on Facebook, and I want to address this. The superintendent race is a partisan race. Uh, Rocky Hanna last year ran as an independent or MPA, right? And Jackie Pons ran as a Democrat, and then you had like even you had a Republican candidate, Forrest Van Camp, right? So now Rocky Hanna has signed up to run as an MPA again. Miss Hightower has signed up as Democrat, but it really doesn't matter until the last day of qualifying, which yep. is June, because you can all change. And so this becomes an issue um, depending on who else gets in. So we'll see what happens. But there is someone else in the race. Um, Again, they're going to run into the same challenges that any candidate runs into. A little different because of social media, but you got name ID and raising money and going from there. So. Coke is getting more money and, uh, well, a continuation of an agreement and added five years. Uh, explain who Coca is and why they're getting money. They're a cultural uh, organization here that, and this is interesting. This, I don't think the biggest story is what happened. The biggest story is what led up to this, is that this is a group that gets money from uh, your property or your taxes, tourist taxes. And they also get money from Leon yeah, County. Isn't that the hotel tax? Yeah, they get a little bit of the tourism development tax. Yeah. And this is the money that goes to a 501c3 to pursue cultural and arts uh, programs within the community. Um, so there's no real accountability. They get a board together and they decide who the money is going to go to. There's been some problems over the last couple of years that have been brought up to weigh that to weigh that money the way the money is being uh, allocated. And so they sort of threaten them with, "Look, we're going to have to look at this structure," um, but. There was really never any threat of defunding. They talked about maybe bringing some of the administrative process under the county. It didn't get that far. They went ahead because of, I think, some pressure from the arts community and voted for a, an extension. The thing that's interesting to me here is they're also having problems, the same type of administra- administrative problems with CHSP, which 
does the same type of thing. They have a group that gives money out to CHSP, Community Health Services Program. Okay. It takes the social money that helps goes to nonprofits. City and the county puts it all together. United Way used to be part of that, but yeah. they withdrew. And they, they give the money to these 501c3s. Well, there's concerns now that that's not being done effectively. So now the Children's Services Council, which is coming up, is sort of the same model. You're going to take money and give it to another group. Only a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. And you're not going to have a lot of, of uh, elected leader oversight. What, what group works the best is Blueprint where they're taking money, but guess what? 12 elected officials sit on the board, and as you saw with the Northeast Gateway, if something really riles the, neighbor, riles the community, you can come speak, and you you know, and these officials take note. So I think this thing with COCA is sort of a canary in the mind about the structure that you use to get things done in the community and how that is done effectively. Solid waste? Yeah, it's interesting, this recycling... This is a city issue right now. City is well, city and county. County did this recently. Is recycling is dying. The market for recycled materials is is through is through the floor. Used to be that we pay that people would pay us to pick up the recycling. Now we're having to pay them. Marpan, the local company here, I think they want out of the business. Uh, so they have said, "Listen, you've got to pay us to get out of this contract to the by the end of the year." The county voted. To generate it, to move about 150 grand over to get through this, and then do a study and figure out what we can do with recycling, because this is an issue around the country. Yeah, it is. The city, what they did is they increased solid waste rates a dollar, which is recurring. It's there, and uh, it appears to be going to raise around 750 to a million dollars a year. Um, so they had this vote last night, and it was four one. Um, Jeremy Matlow voted against because he wanted more information. But it's a significant chunk of money that they're raising here. Um, now, they did say that it is going, you know, it's only a dollar a month. But again, when you multiply it out by 67,000 residential accounts by a year, it comes out to about a million dollars. They did say it's going to be put in a fund to address the recycling issue moving forward. But now, just to point out here, the economy is doing well um, here locally. And, but you know, we're starting to subsidize um, solar power. Yeah. Now we're going to be subsidizing recycling. Just something, and it's the priorities of the community. This is not, I'm not being negative about what the city's doing. This is what their mission is, but it's important to note this stuff. Good stuff as always. Thank you. Thank you, Preston. Steve Stewart with Tallahassee Report. Subscribe, get that publication to your house, get it online. But but seriously, you, you get exclusive stories. You're just not going to get anywhere else because everybody, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. 
You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Anybody else wants to be friends. It's time for news. Bill Zimfer on deck. Someone has to say it. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFL. News team! With a blow of the conch shell, we have gathered together. I'm Ron Burgundy. Joining me is... I'm sorry. I'm just such a child. Ah, Dallas Rogers over there. Bill Zimfer, our national correspondent, joins us. Hey, Bill. And I'm laughing right along with you. So what does that say about me? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we're 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 a couple losers. That's what it says about you. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> uh, Bill, I, I I'm trying to keep kind of an even keel on this coronavirus thing. There's a part yeah. of me that's like, okay, come on now, calm down, everybody, go about your business. There's another part of me that's like, okay, this is a little alarming because it seems to be coming back on people that they say have been cured. Um, yeah. But but its impact is growing to the extent that, what, the Olympics now are being considered for, for moving? Well, uh, it's something that has kind of been whispered in the back room in, in uh, Japan uh, that uh, as this expanded in that area of the world, uh, the question was put out there. Hey, you know, we got a big event coming up this summer, the Tokyo Summer Olympic Games, and Japanese officials resisted even considering the possibility that the games could be impacted. Then you had an IOC official, International Olympic Committee official this week, conduct an interview where he said, Preston, that there's going to have to be a decision made probably a couple of months down the road in May on these games. And he went so far as to say that the only option, if there is an issue, would be cancellation. That uh, it, it is not uh, a thought to move the games. He said that would be impractical, even though we've had a candidate for mayor in London say, yes, bring them here, bring them to London, we can host the games. Uh, he said that would not be practical. And uh, a postponement would not be practical. So all of a sudden now, Japanese officials are saying, no, this is not an official stance. The IOC is saying this is not an official stance. But everybody is beginning to look at the possibility that a big decision may have to be made. And, and you touched on it there. It's because we don't know enough about this virus. Is it a seasonal virus? Can you get it a second time? after you've already had it. Uh, we do know now that 48 countries have reported cases, and for the first time yesterday, there were more new cases outside of China than there were inside of China. So uh, there are some disturbing trends here, and uh, the Olympic Games possibly could be affected. Some say they've already been affected because uh, qualifying competitions have been altered or, or postponed or canceled. The Olympic torch is supposed to be uh, transported uh, later this month in Japan. They're saying that uh, they are now looking at as uh, they may scale that whole thing back. So they, they have been impacted already. Uh, where they go from here, we may have a big decision to make down the road. I, I understand that in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's not the biggest thing in the world, except that when you think of athletes, 
that have yeah. been training to peak at this time and have a short window of opportunity. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, and that's why uh, the only times the Olympic Games have ever been canceled is during times of war. Uh, we've had health issues before. Back in 2010, the Vancouver Games, uh, that's when swine flu was uh, was around. Uh, didn't didn't halt the games. Bird flu in 2018 in South Korea. Even the Zika virus in Brazil. And that's one of the questions as well. Uh, will, will athletes go if there's a threat of mm. this? Will fans go if mm. there's a threat of this? And will it be a financial disaster for Japan? Well, knowing the Asian culture, I, I'm guessing that it might be a, an Olympics if it happens with more surgical breathing masks sold than any time in history. I mean, I would think so. I, I would. I'm seriously thinking you're going to see tens of thousands of fans wearing those surgical masks. Oh, sure. I, I would think if indeed, even if uh, there's, uh, they say, hey, we're really not a threat, I wouldn't be surprised if you see almost everybody in those stands wearing a mask. Good stuff, Bill. Tomorrow, brother, we're looking forward to it already. I'm giggling already. <laughs> the Bill Folder tomorrow on the morning show. Thank you, Bill. I'll be here. Thanks, Preston. Bill Zimfer with us this morning. 40 minutes after the hour, we come back. Dr. David Hartz is going to touch on this topic of the coronavirus and uh, some preemptive measures, maybe. Yeah? I'm all ears. Next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Forty-one minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. It's time. We want you to feel better. Dr. David Hart's with me. Optimum Health Naturally on the morning show with Preston Scott. Hello there, Dr. David. Good morning. I got you giggling too, huh? I, yeah, I'm just kind of a fool today. That just it comes with it. You couldn't see him, Doc. He was dancing. He was physically dancing in his chair. So just so you know. Well, it's oh it's the topic. <laughs> it's the topic. I'd like to see that. No, you wouldn't. Like no, you that. wouldn't. It's why we're on radio. Um, the the coronavirus. I mean. We all understand that the flu dwarfs it, uh, but it's still a problem. It's still an issue, and there are some commonalities here with things that, that we all can do to keep ourselves as, as I, I guess, potentially able to avoid it as possible. Well, that's right, and, and the only thing really we can do when it comes to viruses is either immunize or we can get our immune systems up, and as you can see, my immune system needs to get up this morning, too, <laughs> but... um. Uh, yes, and it's, it's to get a strong immune system, and uh, because that's what fights. And, and uh, with viruses, that's the only thing that's really going to fight it is our immune system. So I want to cover a couple of just basic things today and some things we can also take to kind of stimulate our immune system if this becomes a little bit more you know, widespread. As you say, I, you know, it's, it's a flu, it's a virus. And, um, but um, there, you know, basically, we need to start with just cleaning up our diets. You know? <laughs> it's the same old thing. This really makes a big, big difference, though. If we're having a lot of carbohydrates, if we're, if we're um, you know, not eating enough vegetables and so forth, especially organic, this, you know, we have, there's so much research on this that shows that there's certain um, parts of our cytokine system, even SIGA, that is affected by um, what we eat and how our lifestyle. So, I mean, um, 
I keep an alcohol to a minimum, uh, moderate good exercise on a consistent basis, just good overall health stuff is really, really important. And when things like this come through a town or through a nation, um, the people that are healthy are the ones that do the best. You know, the ones that aren't are the ones that have the hardest time fighting it. Yeah, the, immune, the, the you, immune system is the key to this whole thing, keeping it boosted. Exactly. It's, it's really keeping the immune system up so that um, we can fight it because our body does the best fighting this uh, than anything. And a couple things we can do to kind of crank our immune system, at least boost a little bit, um, is vitamin D3. When we be sure we're taking that, we have enough, we're just pretty pandemically you know, deficient in vitamin D. And, and we want the D3 and actually a little vitamin K in there for your bones wouldn't be bad either. And then vitamin, uh, good old vitamin C, the time released, um, they, they've done a lot of research on this. And you can even take some synthetic vitamin C time release, about you know, 5,000 milligrams or so. It does have a tendency to increase the cytokine system, your immune system. And then there's some herbs, you know, herbs we can take here. There's echinacea and there's elderberry, uh, andrographis, you can remember that one's a big name. Um, astragalus is another one. And you can find these in health food stores, and sometimes you'll find them actually lumped together in one supplement so you don't have to take multiple ones. But you want um, you want then, whole food versions, not synthetic on this stuff, right? Oh yeah. Well these are all herbs. So okay. they're they're all grown they're all herbs, so they kinda of come that way already, which is what I like about them. Okay. Uh, kind of packaged the way it's supposed to be from the very beginning. And then another thing is mushrooms. Mushrooms are um there's certain mushrooms that are very, very stimulating to the immune system. Really? A couple of them are yeah, turkey tail. One's called turkey tail. Another one's called Maitake, or M-A-I-T-A-K-E. And Shittake is another one, um, is another one. And then Tremella. And especially the Maitake and Shittake, those two are really, really strong as far as boosting. I mean, they even have some anti-cancer effects. There's some research on prostatic cancer with these herbs. I mean, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty powerful. They will definitely boost your immune system. So kind of amazing how in nature, you know, we want to put this all together, kind of got it figured out on, on what to give us to help boost our immune system. We just got to kind of take advantage of it and utilize it. Good stuff as always, Dr. Hartz. Thank you very much for a little time this morning. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day, President. Thank you, sir. Dr. David Hartz with us this morning. Echinacea, elderberry, andrographis. The D3, the vitamin D3 is, is big too. Yeah, you were you were thumb up in that yeah. big time. My uh, uncle, my uncle is one of the doctors in the national study for that over the past ten years, and he says it is amazing what it prepares your body for. Uh, there you go, astragalus, mushrooms, turkey tail, mitake, shiitake, and tremella. Don't say those fast. <laughs> you might get slapped. Forty six after the hour. Dr. Ed Moore, our history segment in just a little bit here on the morning show. Good morning. Dallas Rogers over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. And uh, Chester's just back sulking in the log. So we popped up the Berry College Bald Eagle Nest in the break. And uh, we are working, if you weren't with me at the beginning of the program, we are uh, close to reaching an agreement with a uh, company called EarthCam. And... Uh, presenting some shots from literally around the world. Different places um, that we can pop up during the program. And so we're, we're looking to expand what we can do on Facebook Live. 
and uh, make it make it even more entertaining. Understanding that I'm directing this thing as uh, you know, I'm punching. I'm the punch director when when this is happening. Uh, there, there's you know, in, in a big television production, there's the director, and then there's the guy that punches the board up. And that's that's the next level down. So the director's calling the shots, and then and then there's some guy punching up whichever camera the, the director's calling for and, and so forth. I'm doing that. And so I say that because if something goes wrong, give it a rest. I'm a radio guy, okay? <laughs> I, I, I was on television. I wasn't directing behind the scenes, okay? Uh, but but we, we, we do our best to make it as enjoyable as, uh, a time if you are catching the program on Facebook Live. But uh, that that's going to be cool. Uh, back to the coronavirus for just a second. And this is going to be as close to do-do-do-do-do-do kind of thing that I'm going to get. Ooh. Yesterday, Centers for Disease Control, actually it was two days ago, um, had a phone call with the media. And a Dr. Nancy Messonnier was directing that phone call. Her statements are, you know, uh, we are asking that the American public work with us to prepare for the expectation that this could be bad. Uh, she later said, I understand this whole situation may seem overwhelming and that disruption in everyday life may be severe, but these are things that people need to start thinking about now. I mean, a real alarming kind of tone. Mm-hmm. And the Dow reacted. I just, I'm just pushing this out because it's reported. Uh, Dr. Messonnier is the only sister of former Department of Justice Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Just saying. Just saying. She might be a card-carrying conservative. She might not be. She might be her brother's sister first. And I'm just saying. There is a calculus that's out there, and, and I'm, I'm just pointing it out. There is a calculus out there that the only way that Trump might be beaten is if the economy tanks. Rahm Emanuel, though he is bitterly disappointed with the Democrat candidates, famously said, never waste a crisis. Take advantage of it. That was Obama's playbook whenever there was a, a, a shooting or a mass shooting. Never waste a crisis. Never. Fast and Furious didn't work with long guns in America. Eric Holder's never been held to account for the illegality of Fast and Furious pushing out guns from gun stores intentionally into the hands of cartel members. Those were government-issued guns. The point was to try to create an environment where there would be a pushback against gun stores, gun shops, gun sellers, retailers. Didn't work. So they clung to the narratives that got pushed out by other stories to try to advance their political cause. My point is... If you subscribe, and Democrats do, to the idea of never waste a crisis, if you don't give that component due consideration in this entire 
pushing out by the mainstream media, you might miss something. Dr. Ed Moore next on The Morning Show. show with Preston Scott. Great to be with you this morning. Dallas Rogers over there, Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. I'm Preston Scott. It is great to be with you. It's Thursday, February the 27th, and the last Thursday of the month. We always like to make a little time to push away from everything else, like the coronavirus, and uh, talk about something different. And so our history segment with our resident historian, Former president of the Independent Colleges and Universities of Florida, a.k.a. ICUF. ICUF, yes. He is Dr. Ed Moore. Hello, sir. How are you? Be careful when you push away from that coronavirus. Go, oh. wa- go wash your hands when you're done. So. No kidding. Man, <laughs> alive. Anyway, we are uh, talking about businesses and uh, the people behind them that, that have made something of themselves in America. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people may not know the backstory of uh, of Jeff Bezos, and it's a fascinating one. He's a, an amazing American. It, you know, it's it, when you when you do the history on these, then you read their bios, and, and I've read multiple sources on this fella. Uh, it, it, you wonder where what incubates within their mind to end up making them such tremendous successes in life. And as we were chatting earlier, I liken people like. Gates and Bezos and, and Elon Musk and these guys to the the wealthy, hugely wealthy, successful people at the end of the 1800s and early 1900s. And the people that then basically built modern America, guys like Rockefeller and Morgan and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Mellon and uh, Carnegie and those people, uh, tremendously wealthy, tremendous rocket to the top. And usually politicians end up attacking them for you know no and which is occurring now nobody should have this much money uh, billionaires and you listen to guys like sanders but most of them started with nothing i mean that's the really interesting thing about these people Uh, jeff bezos was born actually you get a kick out of this he was born jeffrey preston preston is his middle name jorgensen uh he was born in albuquerque new mexico uh, and uh, his mom was a 17-year-old high school student, and his dad was owned a little bike shop out there, mm-hmm. and she got pregnant in high school and didn't get an abortion. She had Jeff Bezos, but, or Jeff Jorgensen at the time. Parents got divorced, and they uh, uh, she ended up marrying a guy named uh, Bezos. He was a, a, a Cuban immigrant, actually, that mm-hmm. was studying at the, I think, at the University of New Mexico. And they ended up going to work for Exxon. He moved to Houston, did an elementary school in Houston, and they got a job. He got a job and moved to Miami. I'll say Miami for you today. Thank you very uh, much. I yeah, uh, moved down there and he went to Miami Palmetto High School and uh, was the valedictorian at Miami Palmetto High School. He was a Silver Knight Award winner. He was a National Merit finalist. Uh, any award you could win for academics, uh, he did. 
he was an interesting child. Uh, you, you read things about him as a kid. Uh, he had siblings. He used to rig uh, electronic alarms on his room or his bed area so that he knew when any of his uh, siblings would he would tinker in the garage and make things. When he was at high school at Miami Palmetto, he uh, created uh, his first business, and it was a dream uh, what was it? Dream Institute, I think he called it. Okay. And it was like a summer program for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders who was in high school on science kinds of things for kids to come and learn about the things he was dabbling in. Uh, so he thought highly enough of what he was doing that he invited others. He invited others in there. Yeah. Learn from me. Yeah. Be inspired uh, by me. And yeah. what age was this? In high school. How about that? When he was in high school. He was the valedictorian of his high school class. And uh, In what year? Uh, well, see, he was born. He was, yeah, you stumped me there. He's fifty-six, so do the math back. Okay, so he's a little bit younger than me. So he would have been about the class of eighty-one. Yeah. Okay. 80, I think it was eighty-two, but uh, it really upsets me. He's younger than me and that's successful. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's more successful than anyone else in the world. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit okay, better. Doctor Ed Moore with me. We're going to continue right there. We're talking about the life of Jeff Bezos and what it led to. I mean, his handprints are on some pretty significant things in this country. We'll get to that next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Morning Show with Preston Scott. You play ball like a girl! On WFLA. Dr. Ed Moore with me. It's our history segment for the month of February, which is about out of time. I was looking at this date in history. There's nothing in the American Patriots Almanac for February 29th. Got nothing. So I'm thankful it's on a Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. Jeff Bezos. uh, He's a high school whiz. He's the valedictorian. He's inspiring children with his uh whatever he was, he's dabbling when he, in when he was in high school yeah and he gave the valedictory address and you can you can go online and, and they it's published now you're kidding me no 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 uh it, it, amazingly he what he spoke about was outer space a large part of it was outer space and he ended up f- founding a company i mean he's heavy now into rocketry and yeah and and all that but he gave a speaking grassroots and his dreams of the future when we would colonize space. This was in high school uh, valedictory address. Early 1980s. Yeah, he said, this is a quote, to get all people off the earth and see it turned into a huge national park. I mean, you know, his vision, his early vision as as a youngster there was that most of the manufacturing would be moved out into space, that it would be solar powered, and that there would be floating islands if you will where we would make things and, and live and, and breathe and have and, our and being go back and forth and okay and, and he's kind of working towards that now so it's, it's really quite phenomenal but then he went he left uh, there and went to princeton he was summa cum laude of princeton and left uh when he graduated he got a bs in electrical engineering uh he went first into telecom business then went into banking then went into a hedge fund and he resigned his position on the hedge fund because he had a vision to create an online book selling company. And he wrote his business plan driving from, uh, I think at the point he was in the East Coast somewhere, and he drove to Seattle. At what point is this taking place? Uh, this was in 19, he graduated in 1986 from uh, Princeton. So it was 82 when he graduated from high school. 
Uh, and then so this was like in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, he went there. His parents invested they uh, $300,000 in, in his garage and then in a small, like, two- or three-bedroom house. He and some buddies crafted uh, Amazon. Uh, they, uh... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. Put this book selling company together. Uh, it was uh, relatively successful from the get-go. And, and Do you remember its its inception? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually... Because you're a book guy. Yeah, I actually made a little money off the stock back then, but I, I wish I would have kept it. I was, yeah. you know, buy and sell. Uh, but he... Uh, uh, made it grow and it stumbled a little bit. He uh, uh, brought other people in, but he did this beta test on this new concept of online book selling. And if you look at guys like him, he he would do things and then other people would react to it. I mean, you had the, the brick and mortar bookstores all over the country. He said, no, I'm going to sell them online. Well, then they all started trying to sell them online. And Wall Street said, you know, this new upstart, he's going to fail. And these other guys are going to beat him. Because they're established. Well, it's hard to find some of these big booksellers anymore. It's, well, how how often did we hear that story about Netflix and Blockbuster? Yeah, same kind of thing. You know? Right. And, and it's the innovative, creative guys. The disruptors. It, yeah. And Chip the, Conley and, talked about that from Airbnb. Yeah, and he is just, he was a complete disruptor. When he, went, he said, you know, I can sell music and I can sell video. Did that for a while, then expanded and then moved to other goods and services and uh, gradually building to where Forbes magazine has, has tabbed him as the world's richest man. He, they say he's the first Sentai billionaire, which means he's worth more than a hundred, you know, hundred billion dollars. Uh, actually, Carnegie at four hundred and fifty billion back, equivalent back in his time was yeah. probably the richest person ever. But uh, an amazing, absolutely amazing amount of money. His first company, when he founded Amazon, was called Kadabra. And then he just thought, you know, uh, we needed to start with A so when people search for it. And he picked the Amazon. Pops up first. Popped up and got the Amazon River and named, named his company after the Amazon River. Joining me, Dr. Ed Moore, our history segment. We're looking at the life, the successes, the background of Jeff Bezos. It's 16 minutes after the hour. Another segment of history next on The Morning Show with Creston Scott. 
today on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. This is crazy! And iHeart's radio station. Minutes after the hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. One final segment with Dr. Ed Moore. I, I can't get used to saying formally. <laughs> Have you? Uh, no, I just don't say it. I've just avoided it. So. so just Dr. Ed Moore. That's me. Resident yeah. historian. Your resume now is really topped by the stuff we do. Oh, yeah. yeah. All things Florida on yeah, the weekends. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. All, that's all anybody recognizes me for now. My buddy. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about the history of Jeff Bezos, and we left off with, did he really pick Amazon after just Googling A's on the, on the well, internet? he didn't to Google I mean, it, but he just uh, he was looking for something that started with A, and Amazon River's pretty big and, you know, covers a lot of ground, I guess, so he figured, it works, we'll call it Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did an IPO in 1997. That's when they did their... What was that opening IPO at? I don't know the price on it. I, I, I would some. cry. I bought some, you know, and sold it a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, And in 2002, they almost went bankrupt. I mean, you, you think of the economies at that time. The late 90s, there was a recession. And right in 2001, 2002, there was another recession that hit. And he, they almost went bankrupt. He laid off uh, about 14 or 15% of his workers, cut costs. Is it because his footprint was, was at that time just so big, it even was, then? And growing really quickly. And yeah, that's yeah. the problem that these fellows have. But that was in 2002. He almost went bankrupt. By 2003, he had a profit of $400 million, Amazon did, in that one year's a time. A profit. Profit of $400 million. Uh, by January of 2018, I looked this up, uh, his stock was valued at $109 billion. That's just his stock in Amazon. His. Yeah, yeah. He, Amazon created in, in the year before that, in 2017, they created 117,000 new jobs. I mean, this is somebody that, you know, you think about the influence on the economy and the footprint of that company. Huge. Something that didn't exist at the end of last century, which was 20. Three, you know, 23 years ago, he did his IPO. Not that long. This has all occurred during during this time frame. From that time frame, he went from almost being bankrupt to being the classified as the richest man in the world uh, because of innovative and creative ideas. And his companies went from uh, you know the Amazon and the online retailer and selling books to he created uh, crafted other companies. Uh, Blue Origin is his outer space company. Uh, where they're building, he bought a uh, created a launch pad in, out in uh, West Texas, and they're launching and trying to build towards sending uh, suborbital human travel uh, through that through that company. He's doing partnerships and all kinds of other areas and investments in other kind of areas. Uh, he he bought the Washington Post in in 2013 for 250 million dollars in cash. Bought the newspaper. Uh, he's got Bezos uh, Expeditions. It's an investment capital firm investing in all kind of other companies. Are you at all surprised, given his entrepreneurial background and his ability to leverage capitalism, that that newspaper carries the editorial position it does? Uh, well, I, you know, it it always has. So it didn't change because somebody knew. Yeah, but he's it. writing the checks. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I mean, it, it's still when people quote 
newspapers they quote to the New York Times and the Washington Post, no matter you know. And then they find all the mistakes in the reporting, and then they find it. But yeah. still, they're they're the two dominant newspapers in that industry, and he owns one of them. Uh, before we close, I wanted to, I went and found a mathematician that had done a calculation on Bezos's earnings, and I, I think this is really interesting. There's a time frame. I think it was in 2017 they did this calculation. He was making $275 million a day, per day, $275 million a day, which is $11.5 million per hour, $191,000 per minute, or $3,182 per second. Uh, you know, if, when you have the, amassed the fortune that he has, and he earned it. I mean, this is no, you know, this is, he didn't get gifts from anybody. He didn't use government money. He, you know, he's a shrewd, smart guy. He came out of a Miami public high school and uh, from a 17-year-old mom and, uh, and his dad, that father that worked in a bicycle shop. I mean, this is really the American, the epitome of the American dream. This guy, through his innovation and ingenuity, created a company that's bigger than most countries and changed and he said in his valedictory address beyond the outer space stuff he said that I am going to do something that will change the world and he has changed the world in so many ways I mean when you think about the influence of the things that he innovated and created that we live with every day and just take for granted good stuff thanks so much good to be here see you Saturday morning yes Dr. Ed Moore, all things Florida, Saturday morning at 9. He and I gather together and talk about what happened in the state the previous week. 27 minutes after the hour, time for news. I am fair. I am good. I'm a happy example. Glenn is on 9 to noon. I am stronger every day on WFLA. All right, 35 minutes after the hour, the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. That is uh, Dallas Rogers over there in Studio 1. I am here in Studio 1B. And uh, let me just just take a, take a peek and just see if anything remarkable has, uh, has happened here in the news. Uh, the, the, one of the lead headlines on the Fox News website, coronavirus infects patient for second time. Yeah, uh, I saw that. I was going to ask that earlier. Prompting new worries about how cured is defined um so yeah there you go there you go so anyway uh on that subject it is again it is just something that i'm not going to take the whole time i'll just point out that um there there's a lot of theories rolling around there's a lot of alarm there's a lot of ignoring i think the safe play here is right in the middle be smart, be aware, keep informed, stay listening to the program. We'll do our very best to weed out weird stuff. The one thing I'll say that some are going to roll their eyes at is simply this. Do not underestimate how much Democrats hate Donald Trump and that they would try, that they would, they could, they might try to use this in some way, shape, or form to impact the U.S. economy. 
I'm just, I hate that we even have to say that, but if you don't think that's reality, that they could do that and might do that, you are simply living with your head in the sand. There is a hate level for this president that has never been seen in American politics. Ever. And the idea of they'll do anything. I'll be honest with you. There's a, there's a part of me that's shocked someone hasn't taken an attempt at his life. Anyway. If this thing spreads, there's one country in the world I want to be in. And it's this one right here, the mm-hmm. United States of America. Did you see the Gwyneth Paltrow thing about it? You know, she was in that movie Contagion. She was one of the stars with Lawrence Fishburne, and uh, and and it was it's the whole movie's about a contagion, about an outbreak, something like this. Okay. And uh, somebody ran into her somewhere in public, and she was already wearing one of those masks. And they asked her about it, and they said, "Why are you wearing the mask?" And she says, "Are you kidding? I've seen this movie." <laughs> trying to make a thing about it, and now they're trying to throw heat at her throw shade on her because she's, you're, you're, she's already panicking in la and already you know making light of it well i hate to tell gwyneth uh, uh typhoid was in la back last year mm-hmm. on the streets of your lovely city because of the way your city has been run uh shooting at the molson cores cores uh facility in milwaukee six dead five co-workers of a guy who ended up off in himself uh lesson there real quickly and and we don't know motives or anything, uh, you know. It I've seen one thing say he was a former worker. I've seen others saying that he was a worker. I, I don't know. What I can tell you is, in this day and age, be careful who you hire, and be careful how you fire. The people that you hire, you need to think through the lens of. Listen to me now. This is Uncle Preston talking with wisdom. The people you hire, you need to think through the lens of, are they stable and are they able to be fired? Yeah, how will they handle rejection? Can they handle that? And so if you start seeing, you know, Dallas raised a great word there, rejection. If you start seeing in the course of of supervising somebody that they don't take correction well, there's your red flag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just be advised, start addressing it, coaching, working. But no, uh, we're going to probably talk about this again with Charlie Strickland at some point. It, it just is what it is. Uh, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals in New York gives uh, the president and the administration a huge victory against sanctuary cities. They can withhold funding. And uh, ABC News reporter David Wright has been suspended for admitting the bias inside ABC News on camera. Project Veritas, the clip is on the the blog page right now. So check out the website wflafm.com or w or 945wfla.com. Have to love him, just like him on Facebook at Preston Scott Show. This should have been the theme song of a reboot of Sanford and Sons. <laughs> Yes, I agree. That would fit. Now, here's what's funny. Every time I hear this this boot, this uh, this bump, mm-hmm. and I think about that show, I see my grandson. My grandson, Kingston James Ray Scott, is a load. 
He was born a left tackle. <laughs> He's 15 months old now, and he is out of diaper sizes. He's huge. He's he's 38 pounds. He's 34 inches. He's at the top percentile of height and weight both. Wow. So he's 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 just a huge child. He's huge. You you can't I mean I mean I, let me say that again. He's 15 months old and we're having to buy him 3 and 4T clothing. <laughs> and the shoe size he's now wearing is 8. And when he walks, he walks like Fred Sanford. It just, it cracks me up. He walks like Fred Sanford. He's just, he's hilarious. You know, I did that in front of uh, uh, some kids the other day. Some kids that work in the Capitol. I call them kids. They're they're in their 20s. They work in the Capitol building. The other day, somebody said something that I found pretty funny. And I went, oh, I'm coming for you, Edith. I'm coming for you. Is it Ethel or Edith? Whatever. I, I'm coming for you. And they're, they just kind of giggled. And they're like, what? What is that? I'm like, is it Elizabeth? Elizabeth, that's what it is. Elizabeth, I'm coming for you, Elizabeth. I'm right, coming. right, right. I'm com- and they were like, what is, what, is, what is that? And I'm like, Sanford and Son. Huh? Yeah. You know, yeah. Lamont, Sanford. Oh. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We said it too, though, with, <sighs> with stuff our parents listened to or watched. There wasn't a lot to watch, but, you know, it is, it, it is very different, though, now. I mean, well, between Netflix and, and Amazon and these specialized programs being pushed out by Apple TV and... But it was different with your parents because your parents had three, count them, three channels. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's it. Maybe so, four if the PBS station was up and right, running in your city. Right. I still remember the clicker for the first remote-controlled TV we had. Three buttons. It, and it and it hit, a, it pinged um, little, little metal, like almost like a xylophone type thing, little mm-hmm. metal things. And it was a ping that would cause the channel to go up mm-hmm. or the channel to go down. And the volume would go up and off or something like that. Oh, yours had volume? Ours only had the channel up, down, and power. Uh, You still had to set your volume at the TV. Yeah, that could be. I just remember I played with the remote and thought it was a rocket ship (laughs) because it had that one little port that the little sound went out of, and I thought it was – I turned it around and turned it upside down, and the the buttons were the landing gear. And and – and so that's that's how you played. Hey, uh, new math done on the Green New Deal. And uh, Competitive Enterprise Institute has taken a previous study and updated the data and has found the, uh, the average household would see annual costs increase by $75,000 because of the Green New Deal, if they invoke that. Socialism bankrupts an economy. That's the whole point. Understand this. Climate change, Green New Deal, blah, 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 blah. It is about one simple thing. Control. They don't care about the planet any more than anybody else does. It's about control. Control you. Control lifestyle. Control choices. Control. Uh, 46 minutes after the hour. We come back. A story from the Babylon Bee that uh, you must hear. 
on the morning show with Preston Scott. Show 180 brought to you by Prime Meridian Bank. Try my bank. All right, Glenn Beck coming up in just a little bit. Tomorrow on the program, FSU football coach Mike Norvell. Live at uh, 7.05. We'll talk to the coach for about 10 minutes. Been working on that for a while. Finally uh, getting just a tiny bit of space in his schedule to fit in some interviews. And so looking forward to uh, meeting the coach. We've got what's to be Friday good news and, of course, Bill Zimfer, the Bill Folder. Tomorrow on the program. Babylon B is a satirical website for conservatives. If you're familiar with The Onion, yeah. The Onion is the site for the other side of things. And, and The Babylon B, a lot of people think The Babylon B is just a lot more clever and funny. Um, I leave it to others to decide that because humor is a very subjective thing, and I get that. But this is just really funny. Stamford, Connecticut. The pro wrestling world was rocked last week when a new challenger arrived on the WWE circuit, weighing in at 890 pounds, possessing 10-inch claws and the strength to crush bones into gelatin. He calls himself the Grizzly. And he's unlike any other wrestler anyone in the WWE's ever come up with, said wrestler Seth Rollins from his hospital bed after a brief run-in with the massive opponent. What makes the Grizzly so unique? He is a trans grizzly bear. The man recently decided to identify as a human after being born an Alaskan grizzly bear. Along with his new identities, embraced his dream of becoming a champion human pro wrestler. The Grizzly stated that he is preferred pronouns or he, him, human. So we're going to respect that, said A.J. Styles, wincing in pain as doctors attempted to realign his spine, another victim of the Grizzly's punishment. The Grizzly's torn apart his competition, sometimes literally. There are few remaining wrestlers left who are even willing to attempt a match against him. He'll be our star wrestler, oh, I'd say by about 7.30 tonight when he gets the championship belt, said WWE owner Vince McMahon. It's really inspiring to see someone embrace their true self and find victory, not only in the sport they love, but over their own issues with identity, said wrestler Randy Orton just before going going in to have both his shattered legs amputated. Good on him. Oh, that's great! Yeah, uh, and the and the they've got a they've got a a mocked up photo uh, shop thing that they put on the headline on the Babylon Bee: Grizzly Bear shatters all pro wrestling records after identifying as human, and it shows this bear slinging a masked wrestler out of the ring, and the bear's wearing like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle mask tied <laughs> in the back. It's just classic identifying as a human oh Oh, where will it where will it end hopefully not soon too much fodder there to have fun with morning show 180 look back at the program in 180 seconds or less great segments with steve stewart Uh, a lot of people listen to that segment reacting on uh on email um getting getting texts on that people really angry at uh 
Superintendent of Education, Rocky yeah. Hanna. We got a lot of calls, too. Yeah, school board member uh, Alva Striplin. You were getting a lot of the same comments yeah. parroted. People yeah. really offended. Back when the school bus thing happened, they said the same thing happened to them when they got up to talk. So. Yeah, a lot of voters' remorse on uh, some of the school board members and especially the superintendent. And uh, he's not helping himself by taking positions like he did last night and, and reacting. So, well, I think it's childish. It's it's beneath the office to uh, uh, denigrate the the heartfelt comments of somebody that cares about their kid's education because they don't agree with your you. Yeah, totally. Anyway, uh, Dr. David Hartz wedged in between Bill Zimfer and of course uh, our history segment, Dr. Ed Moore. Um, ABC News, one of their reporters suspended after admitting on uh, undercover video that uh, they, they're biased against the president. Speaking of, the Second Court of Appeals in New York has handed the president a verdict in his favor. He can withhold funding. And uh, shooting at Molson Coors in Milwaukee left six dead, including the, uh, the guy who shot five others. Coincidence? Well, CDC official pushing the panic with coronavirus happens to be the sister of former DOJ Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. We report, you decide. Glenn Beck's up next. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.